Coming up on this edition of Out of the Blue from Middle Tennessee State University. We look ahead to the annual Tennessee Thespian Conference hosted by our College of Liberal Arts, which will bring more than 1,000 high school students to our campus. We explore MTSU's new master's degree in public health, another one of our ready-to-work academic programs. And also in public health, we talk about how the College of Behavioral and Health Sciences is teaming up with several different organizations to provide real-world experience to our students. I'm Andrew Ottman, and this is Out of the Blue. Welcome to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman. MTSU's College of Liberal Arts is again honored to serve as the host for the Tennessee Thespian Conference, which brings more than 1,000 high school students to our campus. The conference brings both national and international professionals to join our superb faculty in teaching and leading these workshops for students. And it's a great opportunity for us to showcase all that our Department of Theater and Dance has to offer. Here to tell us more about this great endeavor is the department's production manager, John North Underwood. Your first time on Out of the Blue, welcome. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. This is a big conference, seventh year, right? Yeah, that's correct. Tell me why it's uh, such an, a great opportunity for MTSU. Well, it brings, uh, like you said, a thousand plus students to our campus, uh, puts them right in our, uh, our campus, in our facilities, and uh, gives them access to our faculty and our, um, our incredible equipment that we use on a daily basis. How are these students picked for this conference? How do you actually find these thousand students? These students come as applicants through the Tennessee Educational Theater Association. They apply to be a part of the conference and uh, usually it's a, re a retention of previous applicants from years past. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a selective process. It's an honor to be picked for this. Not everybody gets in, right? Uh, that's correct. It's limited to a certain amount of students that the conference can hold. So mm -hmm. usually that's limited to around a thousand plus students plus clinicians and pro uh, professors and teachers that are coming as part of the conference as well. So I get picked for this. Do I declare what my level of interest is if I'm, I'm interested in front of the stage, back of the house? Do I attend workshops that, that tailor to my interests or is it more of a general approach to the entire business? It's definitely a general approach and it allows students who may not know they're very interested in tech or acting to kind of go and be a part of every different kind of workshop that interests them. So they get a, a chance to be uh, a part of different things, including front of house, back of house, technical, and, and other workshops that may apply to other areas of, of professional development. That's really neat. So they're at Tucker Theater. I know, you know, we're proud of Tucker Theater, and I know that's your baby, Tucker Theater. Yes, sir. And that's the center stage for much of what we'll see, right? Yeah, so these high schools who bring these students here, they also get an opportunity to uh, perform. And so they apply and they tour their performance that they performed at their high school. And we pick two performances to be a part of the main stage production process. And then there's also opportunity for those students to perform one act plays and original new works in our smaller theater, the Black Box. If I put on a show at my high school, I could basically make a pitch to the organizers of the conference saying I'd like to take it on the road to, to the MTSU campus during this conference and, and I could perform in front of a thousand of the best uh, thespians in high school across the state, right? Yeah, that's correct. How do we basically take advantage of having these great kids on our campus to talk to them about our great program um, in the College of Liberal Arts? 
Well, we get a chance to expose them to our faculty directly, and they get to lead some of those workshops. But we also get to take an opportunity to talk to these students about what they need to do to become a college student and what the process is. There's an audition process for Tennessee Governor's School for the Arts. There's an audition process, an interview process for uh, MTSU as well as other uh, Tennessee higher educational um, associations here in the state. And uh, we take a little bit of time just to tell them about our uh, department individually and, and show them kind of the tools and the opportunities they may have coming in as a freshman that they may not get in other organizations and uh, universities across the state. How did we end up with this conference? This is a, this is a big deal. How, how did this come here? Uh, so in 2014, it moved from Cordova High School in Memphis. Um, uh, it was not necessarily a central location for the state. And uh, we have a former alumni who actually oversees the Tennessee Educational Theater Association, Mark Casalta-Lamacchia. And he brought it to MTSU. I'm sure that it's near and dear to his heart and it was important to him. And we embraced him and, and it's been a, a pivotal uh, opportunity of growth for our department. Well, walk me through the type of experience they're gonna get in these workshops. Who conducts them and what are some of the things they're gonna learn? There's a wide variety of workshops they'll be able to have access to. There's uh, opportunities for our faculty to teach some of the uh, different workshops and uh, as well as uh, national, international clinicians and uh, practitioners who will t talk about um, everything from acting and directing, musical theater, scenic lighting design, costuming, props. But there's also some more in-depth um, aerial acrobatics and stage makeup, uh, special effects makeup, improv in the workplace, even some illusion and clowning uh, opportunities. Wow. Yeah. Can you take on more? I'd like to do this. <laughs> sure, we can find some room. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. So stage combat, you said, and, and, and acrobatics, like, you know, the, I guess how you use the harnesses like you do for Peter Pan and things like that, or how you're actually just taking advantage of the up space of a stage, right? Absolutely, yeah. So ribbons and silks and uh, hoops, all different kinds of apparatuses that you can get up and out and off the floor uh, and, and incorporate movement. So since we've landed this conference, is, is there anything you can point to in terms of growth or metrics that says, hey, wow, this was a great choice and a great decision for the campus? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the Department of Theater and Dance has been tracking our enrollment growth since we brought this uh, conference on uh, to campus. And one of the big numbers is we've had a 60% increase in theater majors for our department. Um, we wow. went from 91 majors to 162 theater majors. And we're also having retention rates uh, increased and four-year graduation rates increase, including um, a 57.1% uh, increase from those who entered in 2015, the year after our first conference. So that says to me that you're not only getting more students, but you're getting better students that know what they're getting into and know what they want. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And they're being a part of our uh, department and our college and the university from the get-go. They're being able to be a part of our productions as freshmen and sophomores. And we're also retaining and uh, incorporating new transfers and, and that's benefiting the growth of our department. So between this and the Governor's School for the Arts, there are really two great opportunities for, for these talented students to try us out and really see what we have to offer, right? Absolutely, it's a, it's a jewel that most students may not get in other states um, that we're lucky to have here on the campus of uh, MTSU. Now, this is my cheat sheet, but I, I hear we've had Broadway and off-Broadway touring regulars. We've got an Emmy award-winning actress mm -hmm. that's been in here before and some headliners from Vegas. So in addition to great faculty at MTSU, we've got these great professionals coming in this has really got to be a confidence builder if I'm picked for this, this conference, right? That, that I'm getting the type of attention and knowledge that may confirm my college choice and maybe my professional choice, right? Absolutely. These are tried and true professionals who will give an insight to these students uh, and opportunity to learn more about their path and maybe other paths that these students will be able to find. Well, it's a fantastic program, but before I let you leave, I want you to brag on Tucker Theater, which is a, just a real jewel 
talk about, this is our January episode. We've got a brand new year ahead of us. What are some of the great things in store for Tucker Theater in the coming months? Well, we have quite a few shows coming through. Um, our first production that we'll see in the spring is Six Degrees of Separation, uh, based on the uh, famous uh, book, and uh, it's been made into a movie and play. Um, we'll also do Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, <laughs> and we're really excited about that because we're bringing some area uh, elementary schools to be a part of that production and get a chance to be on our campus and witness some, some of the really fun and interesting things we get to do in Tucker Theater. Well, it's always a great show. It's always a great uh, experience and facility. You do a wonderful job with Tucker Theater and now helping with this uh, great conference. Thanks for all you do, John. Yeah, thank you very much. And we'll be right back. Your MTSU Alumni Association has a goal of placing this pin on the lapel of all those who call this campus theirs. Let's pass that tradition on. Let's pass it on. You know you gotta climb high. I am True Blue. As a member of this diverse community, I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Pass the tradition on. Pass the tradition on. Pass it on! Do you want the advantages of a major university with the Ivy League experience of an honors college? What you're looking for is right in front of you. Middle Tennessee State University's beautiful campus is home to over 140 majors taught in state-of-the-art facilities. Our undergraduates get hands-on experience, working alongside a highly respected and caring faculty. Take a closer look. Become True Blue. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Oppmann. MTSU is becoming well-known for its array of ready-to-work degree programs that are developed in concert with industry demands and place a heavy emphasis on professional experience. I'm pleased to reveal that we have added a new degree to that list, our Masters in Public Health. It's a skill-based degree that intersects with business, law, pharmaceuticals, technology, and science, enabling you to combine your passions to find the right fit. Now, here to tell us more about this are Andrew Owosu and Kaylor Stone, from the Department of Health and Human Performance. Welcome to Out of the Blue, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much. So we've got a degree that's brand new, Professor, but it's kind of an, uh, evolved from an old degree, right? It's on evolution. But progressed. Progressed, yes. Tell me about this. And this goes back to pre-2008, where we had a master's in health, um, physical education, and recreation. Um, in 2008, there was a proposal to actually develop a master's in health promotion and behavior um, with concentrations in health psychology and also um, health promotion. 
And that was turned down. And interestingly, um, as, as part of the external reviewers' recommendations or reasons, indicated that with just one faculty member and a few tweaks here and there, that the program could actually be a Master of Public Health degree. Mm. And so that was the genesis of that. And over the years, what we've done is really shifted the curriculum in that direction. Um, and got to the point where it did reflect at the basic level um, an MPH degree and so it made sense for us to transition with the degree name change as well as the degree designation change. Now I'm a marketing guy and my understanding is the name change in addition to being programmatic it matches what the industry is advertising and looking for, correct? That, that, that is a common term for a great degree offering. Yes, and I, I think in some circles referred to as the MPH is a calling card for public health professionals. So it really aligns us with the best practices in this academic industry. Yes, and even more, well, in addition to that, and also equally important, I think it's also meeting the, the needs of our students because we had students inquiring um, about master's uh, level programs within our area and um, just the name alone was enough for some of our students or prospective students to actually enroll elsewhere. Um, even though curriculum and experiences wise, um, these programs were very similar to what we had. Well, it, it, it's a fantastic change. And one of the things I guess I'm curious about is the difference between an emphasis on applied versus academic. I know it's a combination of both. It's not an, a binary equation, but walk me through the applied part of this. Why is that important? Yeah, so with an MPH or a Master of Public Health, th this degree has an emphasis in getting our students out into the field within their curriculum. So we have a practicum experience or intern uh, experience um, where we have X amount of hours that we try to get our students in the public health workforce and field to gain that experience while they're in our program. So we want what they're learning to be applied and they get that practice within the constructs of our program. The MPH is the practice-based professional degree mm -hmm. of public health at the graduate level. And so a master's of science in health, maybe even in public health, uh, really goes more toward research um, where the public health workforce is looking for um, practically trained graduates. Uh, so uh, MPH graduates um, are, are much more marketable for the workforce in public health because of the applied nature, I would say. Give me an example or some examples or the types of jobs that you can be qualified for if you get this degree? And this is a question we get often, I like to say, everything. <laughs> because really, when we think about it, you know, the, the idea of health, and if we define um, um, health in a traditional sense as, you know, um, the absence of, of illness or injury, mm -hmm. um, um, et cetera. With most of our graduates, or some of the titles, I mean, because I think that's where students are mostly interested in, um, from community health specialists, mm -hmm. um, to health educators, to epidemiologists, um, program directors as it relates to health interventions, um, also research associates. And so those would be some of the, the few, but the, the specific titles would vary from organization to organization, and also the setting within which public health is being practiced or being applied. Right, so within the school setting, for example, we may have um, school health counselors or school health coordinators. Um, and 
if you want to chip in. Yeah, uh, health departments, um, uh, state health departments, local health departments, federal level, CDC, national organizations. Um, the MPH is the degree that gets you into that door and uh, really opens you up to the different specialties within public health. So when Andrew says, you can do anything with this and around public health, he's not lying. You can specify within public health um, and we have different concentrations within our master of public health in community health and physical activity. Um, so those are some areas you could go in. But like he said, uh, you know, I, I used to work in a health department and having an MPH really prepared you to do a number of different things and trained you with this idea that we're not looking at the health of individuals or special populations, we're looking at the health of everybody. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? And so the degree really puts those building blocks together for our, our graduates um, to go in and start thinking about it differently and approaching it differently. Yeah. Also, sometimes we t what we tell our graduate students is you can also kind of create your niche, mm -hmm. right? And but what I mean by that is, is within the field, we have a general idea of what is public health, right? And what the MPH prepares you for. But then within those concentrations is where one can start to chart his or her own path of interest. So when we were setting this up, our concentration, our two concentrations are community health and physical activity. And if you look at, I think there are six or so universities in Tennessee that have MPH programs. Only three of them have community health concentrations and the other two are in um, East Tennessee. Mm. So in the middle and West Tennessee, you know, we are the only other program that has that concentration. And on the physical activity side, we are the only um, program in the state to offer that concentration. That's our niche. Yeah, that's our right. niche. Yeah. yeah, and so this goes back to this idea of also trying to carve spaces within the broader area of public health. I know you've, you're, you're looking ahead to the future. You've got to be optimistic of where you see the program going in terms of interest and growth. Yes, and we've already seen a significant uptake in inquiries and, and students in turn, um, intending to apply. And so that's one that we are really looking at. Obviously with growth also comes some challenges because <laughs> we do have a PhD. Um, as part of the uh, PhD in health and human performance, there's a whole separate area for health. So, you know, there's the competition there. But we are thinking that over the long haul that the MPH is probably going to be the bigger chunk of our graduate program in the um, health area within the, um, the department. It's always exciting to see changes in our College of Graduate Studies, and one of the things I really enjoy about MTSU is we always try to find that, that thing, that unfilled space that we can, we can occupy and, and offer to our students, and this is a great example. Gentlemen, thank you both for coming on the show, and congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Your MTSU Alumni Association has a goal of placing this pin on the lapel of all those who call this campus theirs. Let's pass that tradition on. Let's pass it on. You know you gotta climb high. I am True Blue as a member of this diverse community.
I am a valuable contributor to its progress and success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Pass the tradition on. Pass the tradition on. want the advantages of a major university with the Ivy League experience of an honors college? What you're looking for is right in front of you. Middle Tennessee State University's beautiful campus is home to over 140 majors taught in state-of-the-art facilities. Our undergraduates get hands-on experience, working alongside a highly respected and caring faculty. Take a closer look. Become True Blue. You know you gotta climb Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Oppmann. The College of Behavioral and Health Sciences hosts many of our ready-to-work degree programs. They emphasize professional experience and close ties to industry. Now, one such example can be found in the area of public health, where a new partnership with the Tennessee Air National Guard is connecting our students with those officers serving in public health fields. The partnership allows our students to discuss career opportunities and share expertise with working professionals. Here to talk about this and many other similar partnerships is Professor Bethany Rye from our Department of Health and Human Performance. Welcome to Out of the Blue. Thank you. So we love the Air National Guard. We've got a great partnership with them in many areas. It's great to hear about this one. Can you describe it for us and what it offers? So um, we were contacted by the Tennessee Air National Guard, I guess last year, and they were interested in what we could do as far as like a different collaboration, kind of a something that is a little bit out of the box, something that hasn't been done before. So we said, that sounds great, let's meet, let's talk about it with the faculty and, and representatives from the Tennessee Air National Guard. So we did, and we came up with an idea to have a lunch and learn where representatives from the Tennessee Air National Guard professionals who are serving in public health related fields would come and talk with our students um, who are our majors or just interested students mm -hmm. to see more about what they do for a living, kind of what, how they got to be where they are. So we've already done that piece and that went over really, really well. That was a lot of fun. And so the next kind of piece that we have uh, that we're in the planning process of right now is we're wanting to go visit them on their base and have our students come along and shadow them for a day uh, to see more about what they do like on an hour to hour basis, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they we can see where they work, what kind of stuff they do, if it's interesting to our students, maybe um, some ideas for a career path that they hadn't maybe thought of before, that kind of thing. When we talk about ready to work degree programs, that's a perfect example because you're giving the kind of opportunity to have students talk to people that are actually doing the jobs they want to do and giving them the opportunity to see firsthand if this is really what I like. 
Talk about what are some of the professions in the Air National Guard that they are aligning with you about this. What are those types of roles that are in public health in that area? So one of the things that they do is they coordinate with um, in people who are enlisted in the Air National Guard and they work with them to make sure that they're making the most of the mm -hmm. preventative type health services that are available to them. Uh, vaccination rates, those kind of things. Have you gone to get your blood levels checked? keeping up with things like that. Okay. Uh, that's one. There's also uh, somebody who we're going to be shadowing who works more with environmental health. So making sure that environments are safe for people to work in, checking levels of lead or asbestos, those type of things to make mm -hmm. sure that they're safe working environments. That's just a sampling. There's others that we haven't heard from yet, but that we're interested in following and making, uh, taking advantage of those kind of relationships for our students. That's great. and. I assume once you're over there, you're talking a little bit about MTSU too, and maybe we can get some of the guardsmen and guardswomen interested in our programs, Absolutely, right? that's the other piece. That's another reason why they were really interested in having our students come shadow, because at the same time, they want our students to be able to talk to the guardsmen and guardswomen about what it's like to be a college student. Mm -hmm. um, they said that there's a little bit of an intimidation factor sometimes with people um, who may not have thought about going to a, into a four-year degree plan, and they're wanting to kind of take that away to create more of a close relationship between the Tennessee Air National Guard and MTSU as kind of like a bridge po program between the two. That's a win-win. That's fantastic. And this is not the first partnership or connection we've got with outside organizations, right? Walk me through some of the other relationships we have. We try to work very closely with community partners in order to create more win-win type situations between them and for our students. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, the Center for uh, Health and Human Services here on campus, there's a lot of grants that they kind of, that are housed within that center. We've had lots of students, both undergraduate and at the graduate level, um, do interns and internships and practicums with them, working on those grants, writing new grants. Also, the Department of Health, the Rutherford County Health Department. We have a really good working relationship with them, so we do lots of partnerships. We have intern placements with them. Um, they come and talk with a lot of our classes, so we work with them a lot. The Prevention Coalition for Success, which does a lot of work with the opioid epidemic right now and other addiction-related issues. We have students who work with them. There's a lot of different wow. placements around campus. Wow. and. And what I love about what you're saying is it sounds like we're just really proactive about this, that we're searching for these things because it helps build the, the skill base of our students, right? Absolutely. Public health is a really big field mm -hmm. and we want to maximize all of the different opportunities for work in the public health field that our students are exposed to. There really is something for everybody in the mm -hmm. field, so we want to make sure that everybody can kind of find their interest and their, their place. Now, you're representing the, uh, the uh, bachelor's degree side of the house, right? We had some of your colleagues on uh, earlier in the program talking about the master's degree program in public health. Walk me through the combination of the two. Um, is, I assume the bachelor's degree is good on, on its own, but it's also, if you want to pursue a master's, a good building block towards that master's in, in, in public health, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So the coursework that you get in the, the bachelor's level program prepares you very well for going straight into the field if that's what you want to do, but also it prepares you very well to kind of jump straight into the graduate program if that's something that you're interested in too. 
when you're giving the elevator pitch for your, your program, your Bachelor of Public Health, what do, what do you tell a prospective student? Why major in this? It's a diverse field. It's got a place for everybody, and it's growing. If you look at the statistics about healthcare in America right now, you'll see it doesn't take long to realize that we really need to start focusing on primary prevention, and that's really what public health does. Well, thank you for coming on the program, sharing this great partnership with us, but also all the details about your degree. Congratulations on all your actions. Thank you so much, pleasure to be here. This does wrap up another edition of Out of the Blue. You can find more stories and videos about the campus 24 hours a day by visiting our website, mtsunews.com. And we invite you to follow MTSU on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for additional special content. I'm Andrew Oppmann, and I hope you will always remain true blue.